Good evening, welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, my name is Mark, obviously. I'm joined by Paul on Korea's favourite English language podcast on the K League. Paul, it's been a long time since we've actually done one together. It has. I've uh, not had much to say in recent weeks. I've been a bit down with the K League. But uh, you've been down with it, or you've been down with it? I've been down. Oh, okay. But uh, I guess you must be a bit happier now with the K League, at least, anyway. Maybe <laughs> not the KFA part of it, but anyway, the K League part of it, right? Um, interesting intro. We went a little bit uh, James Bondy. Uh, nobody does it better. Any any reason why we, why, why we chose that? I assume it was in homage to me coming back and de- de- dethroning the Phantom as a a standing presenter it was indeed because nobody does you better than you um, it was also because incredibly I did mention the KFA there incredibly John Book crashed out of the FA Cup midweek to put smiles on both our faces because um, nothing else was doing it <laughs> I, for the third year in a row to a lower league team so obviously nobody does getting beat in the cup better than John Book uh, on the other hand, Seoul had their FA Cup decided for the first time in five years not through a penalty shootout. I didn't know that. Because they okay, yeah. lost to Songnam, beat Incheon, lost to Suwon, lost to Pusan last year. Yep. Ah, that's pretty, that's a, that's a bit interesting start. So for the first time in five years, it was decided uh, by their own fate, I guess. They, they not by the lottery of a penalty shooter. By their own incompetence. By their own incompetence, yeah. So which I guess we'll, we'll get to in, in a second, right? Yeah. Because I guess for tonight's show, we're going to obviously talk about the K1, K2. This happened. We're going to talk about the FA Cup. None of the two of us will spend too long on it. <laughs> um, we're going to then talk about... Well, you have an interesting question regarding military exemption, which is kind of linked a little bit, I guess, to the Asian game. Uh, and then I guess we'll do previews for the for the weekend games and next week. And the Asian Games starts next week as well, right? The Asian Games starts next week. Are we going to talk about the Asian Games? Oh, shall we do that in the next podcast? There are games next week. There are games next, next week? The first game's on Wednesday, and it's unlikely that next week's podcast will be out before then, so... So, well done, Korea, for winning. <laughs> Asian Games done. <laughs> okay, so, Hwang Yee Joe Hattrick, is what I reckon. Anyway, um, so, let's start with the, I guess, start with the K1 um, from last weekend. I was sunning myself in Penang. Uh, so I have no idea what happened so obviously I didn't check my phone I didn't even bother looking at a single football fixture that's what I told my wife I was not checking anyway um, you tell her you're looking at porn again I, I did. she probably accepts porn way more than she accepts checking the K-League to be honest it's a bit more respectable uh, when you're in public um, so I guess we'll, we'll start with the other game you, you must have been happy uh, so played Jeju for the first time until you want to start with something else right I do just what you just mentioned you're in Penang I've got a question for you did you, did you check if there were any matches on in the Malaysian League last weekend or during the time you were there? I did. And were there? Amazingly, right? Amazingly. I arrived on the Wednesday, and the final game of the Malaysian League was on the Tuesday. (laughs) Or the Monday. They had just finished. They finished the previous, the last round, finished a couple of days before I got there. So unfortunately, I didn't see anything, but I did see the, the amazing Jalon the Hoopla's there stadium in Kuala Lumpur yep. which is pretty much in, an incredible place 
And so I really wish I had seen something. And if there was a match on, would you have gone? So what I did to jokingly test the water was uh, I told I told the missus that uh, on Saturday when we went to Penang, I said, you know, they would be to go to the football first, and then we'll go out and have dinner. And she's like, oh, football in Malaysia, that'll be a lot of fun. And then I realised there was no games on, so so she was actually quite interested in, in going. Uh, more than she is in going to see a song now. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but maybe that's just more about Tanchan and song now than, than, than the game of football, yeah? Okay, so you want to talk about K1? I do. I, I, want, to talk, I, I want to talk a little bit, not in depth, but a little bit about what must have been an incredible um, game against Jeju, right? I mean, have so scored three goals? Uh, but, well, first of all, the game finished three now. Yep. Um, have so scored three goals in another game this season? Yes, they beat okay. Pohang three 0 a couple of weeks ago. Okay. When Pohang were trialling a a, a a make well a, a new defensive system. They've okay. Gone from a four four two to a three five. Uh, two. Okay, and what were Jeju playing? A zero, t- a zero ten, <laughs> <laughs> or something like. I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with what they normally play, but it didn't seem to be pretty effective. No, actually, they were, they were pretty good. They were just well. I, I don't want to say they were pretty good. I would say both teams were poor. Okay. But Seoul were a bit more clinical. Okay. Okay. Um, second goal uh, of the game was by Matic. Yes. Um, he. Got on the score sheet in the 52nd minute. Yep. Uh, got an early bath in the 72nd minute. Yeah. Uh, straight red. Still not sure what that's for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we did blog this a few years ago that none of the two of us ever see or know what a red card is for anyway, right? So I'm not surprised that that was well, going to be your answer. I know it was for a, it was for an alleged elbow. Oh, and alleged. Uh, I just see a, a, a replay at the time on a, on a tiny mobile phone screen through several layers of beer goggles and I was pretty sure it wasn't a red card but then someone on Facebook one of the Korean fans said that uh, if you thought that wasn't a red card then you don't know anything about football so <laughs> oh, okay so but, but to me it looked like uh, to, do you want me to talk about the goal or the red card uh, let's talk about you choose first we'll talk about both anyway uh, the red card it looked like he was uh, challenging for the ball and a much obviously he's a pretty good big guy right one, one metre nine something like that yeah. and a much smaller Korean guy also um, challenging for it and ducked down and therefore headbutted Matic's arm slash elbow okay. but the referee did look on the screen so you've got to assume there must have been I, I, don't yeah. know, I don't really think there was intent to smash a guy in the face but maybe he was being a bit kind of aggressive or okay so that was a uh so that was his I mean that was his second goal the first goal was an, was an own goal yeah first goal um, the, the young Wookiee crossed it in and the Cheju defender sliced it into his net the Matic goal uh, crossed in from the right it, it uh, I think someone actually laid it off to him and he sort of swung it swept it into the goal Not nice ok uh, that wasn't the only red card of the game yeah uh, Kim Wonil got a double yellow uh, for this, when did he get his first yellow card? I'm not sure he got the first one, but he got the second one with two minutes to go. Was it was so basically the same kind of offence as what Matic got sent off for. Okay. So it should have been a straight red from my point of view. If one's a straight red, then the other's got to be a straight red. Yeah. yeah I'm just looking at has like a yellow and a red symbol. He's a big central defender. Um, Koyan's a small little guy, and he somehow whacked him in the face. Okay. And then so I did a goal. 
against 10 men with like a couple of seconds left yeah uh, Koyan broke down the left banged it in and Shinji Shin whatever his name is Shin Jin Ho, Shin Jin Ho just okay. uh, banged it into the empty net um, happy to see I mean has he been Shin Jin Ho he was, he, was in, he was at the army at the same time yeah. as Jun right he's been crap to be honest okay but <laughs> hopefully this will be where it starts to turn around this was one thing about our podcast we, we give uh, just direct answers to to any questions they can ask you. It's been disappointing. <laughs> I'm not editing this. <laughs> okay. Um, next game to have a look at on the Saturday was uh, well, the most boring game in the world uh, at Incheon Stadium. That's what I just want to say. That Ch- five minutes were left. Ch- Ch- you did have their chances. They just didn't okay. take them. I guess they were keeping for midweek, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, they didn't have many chances midweek. They just happened to score them. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, Incheon Football Stadium, nothing each, with uh, five minutes to go. Yep. Finished two one to Pohang. Yep. Uh, three goals in five minutes. It's a pretty epic end to what was probably a hugely boring game. So y- you saw that match, did you? Nope. Just we've not a soccer with. Did you not three minutes ago say to me we're not going to talk about matches that we haven't seen? I think it's very. Imp- I think it's. I think it's important and impressive to discuss the fact that even though there was five minutes, there was three goals in five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we go through and scored, right? The other game on Saturday was Sangju drawn Boat when he's with Suwon, ex Songnam favourite, Yun Bit Garam, that's not his name, um, equalising for the army, yeah? Yep. Question that I want to ask before we go on to Sunday's games uh, was I may or may not have read this correct, being uh, on a different time difference and drinking skull all day Saturday. Um, and I did see a skull amazingly in Malaysia you can still buy skull remember you used to have that in, in the yeah. UK right um, but was it true that the, the, the kickoffs were pushed back to 8pm yep because of the heat was there a need to push them back to 8pm uh, there was a noticeable drop in temperature okay. by pushing it back an hour so by pushing it back to 8 did, did that mean there were no cooling breaks no water breaks or did they still have them as well um, the didn't I don't think well not at Seoul anyway but okay. they did midweek for the cup yeah because I saw the photograph of that that's why I was going to ask because I saw the photograph someone posted of the cooling break uh, at the cup game but with a half an hour difference they didn't need one right in the league uh, back home we don't really have 8pm kickoffs on Saturdays because you know we will be smashed drunk and they'll be fighting um, do you think we'll ever have the day when we have a, like an 11am kickoff in Korea to avoid all the that's what I was I mean I, I was going to ask that the like, super match at 11am is, is that the is that the uh, contentious game anymore is it maybe Seoul Wenchon or Jongbuk Suwon do you ever think that the K-League would say oh this is a dodgy game let's make it 11 o'clock before the pubs open well, that's pointless anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you have so you with your breakfast at a 24 hour place. But I mean, that's what we do back home, right? I mean, in Scotland, like, we have 11 am kickoff because they can't, they, they don't want to risk people being drunk. And all that happens is you just meet at 6 o'clock in your mate's house and drink like bottles of wine. I've personally witnessed uh, fans who shall not be named who have drunk all through a Friday night, all through a Saturday morning, and rocked up to a sort of a 1 or 2 pm kickoff, absolutely blind drunk. 
I mean, that was a one-off at the duck, Paul. I, I, I don't I think it's fair to look at me. I, I don't think it's fair. I mean, I did have a chicken wrapped around my leg, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, do you think that that would ever be something in, in Korea? But, you know, these 8pm kickoffs. Uh, you know, we could have them back home, not on a Saturday, but you could have them on a Friday or, 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 or midweek, but never on a Saturday. Um, another question I guess I want to ask quickly, obviously, being there was, did it put, do you think it put any extra or any less uh, on the attendance? Um, I mean, given the fact it was boiling hot anyway, so attendance were probably low anyway, but do you think an 8pm kickoff would work um, like, uh, on Saturdays and Sundays anyway? I think there are very few fans out there who thought, oh, it's at 8 o'clock, that means I can go now, or that means I'm inclined to go. Okay. The people that would have gone, would have gone anyway, okay. apart from one or two people who I know had a, a clash with watching other sporting events, who thought, oh, 8 o'clock, that means I can watch the end of this, this rugby match, okay. and only turn up 20 minutes late instead of an hour late. <laughs> Um, interestingly, the Phantom was saying uh, that the KBO wanted to postpone the games because the... Why? All they do is stand around for three exactly, hours? Exactly, because apparently it was too hot for them, uh, I guess. I guess they are wearing trousers. I guess they are wearing trousers, but come on, seriously, they don't do anything but stand in an air-conditioned little dugout for like 20 minutes at a time, right? I mean, think of the poor, the poor cheerleaders. The way dance for three hours in the in the sun and have the phantom take photographs of them on <laughs> a daily basis, right? Yeah. <coughs> Bone beer, my. Anyway, um, swiftly moving on to the Sunday. Uh, huge, huge score, huge game. I guess on on the Sunday uh, was it Jonju, but somehow incredibly, amazingly, Gilnam uh, beat beat one 0 they're a good side away from home as, as they proved the previous week yeah they beat so right yeah they lost in the cup and then beat them in the league and then we had the flip side of that uh, this week right um, in terms of that game I, I read some of the, again online I read some of the e bumser the Gangnam goalkeeper saved 11 shots on target so I guess John Book did actually pummel them but just couldn't find the back of the net um, but proof that John Book are not uh, unbeatable or are not invincible and a glimmer of hope that Seoul can pull back the 24 points <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the podcast is going to be 20 minutes of me laughing uncontrollably <laughs> ok uh, the other two games were John Am 1 Ilsan 2 and Daegu somehow amazingly beating Gang 1 3 now. Everyone, sorry as well but of course who else but Derek's scoring uh, Gang 1's goal meaning that he now has I can't even count 17 17 goals so he, he the goal scoring was 17 Macau with 15 and then Mikosa on 11 so obviously we don't need to go through the, the table because it just kind of looks the same as it's been looking for the last few weeks it's getting a bit congested in the middle though yeah I mean you've got I mean Pohang are now in the top 6 Gang 1 are now in the bottom 6 well, uh, what's the gap between the gap between 2nd and 8th is 13 points 2nd and ninth. That's 13 points. But in terms of Seoul getting into the top six, which I guess is what you're talking about, uh, the gap between Jeju and Seoul is only three points. I guess the fourth place is the. Yeah. Although of the teams in the top four at the minute, only two of them are still in the cup. Yeah. So, I mean, um, 
I don't really know. I, I can't really see much changing in, in the top three, to be honest. Obviously, John McGregor going to win it. Gyeongnam, Sirwon are going to battle it out for the rest of the season and see if it's second, third. Uh, my money's probably on the to keep fourth. Okay, you don't fancy a late run from Seoul now they've only got this league to focus on. <laughs> Do you want me to start laughing for <laughs> the next 15 minutes as well? Um, interestingly, that, that victory at Daegu does drag them right off the bottom, and now John Arm have lost four in a row. So now John Arm are now sitting rooted at the bottom. So it's, it's congested in the middle, and it's incredibly tight with the bottom three. There's only one point between the bottom three. Any one of them could, could be automatically relegated, right? What you forget is that. Lee Chung Young is might potentially come back to the K League at some point in the next few weeks. Yeah, I know he's holding out for a position in Europe, but if he doesn't get it by the end of August, then he'll be back here to sign for Seoul, who have right of first refusal. Yeah, it had to be so, right? You also forget that Son of May. Wait, are you talking to the podcast or me about the forgetting thing? You can talk to you. <laughs> okay. You also forget that Son of Min, if he doesn't win the Asian Games, he's going to have to come back and do six months in the K League yeah. before he can sign for Sangju. I don't forget that, I know that. Yep. And he also was originally nominally an FC Seoul player, right? Was he? I believe so. Okay. Not he, he played for their like high school team. Ah, okay. Never played for the first team, but okay. he, he played for their high school or middle school team. So. Just hoping there was nothing <laughs> going on there, right? Um, I mean, you, so you, you you think some young men would come back and join? Well, would come with the K League. So if they don't win the Asian Games, you, you think he would come with the K League and play for Seoul? Or do you think he would n- naturally gravitate towards Jongbuk? Um, I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully so. Well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see where he ends up. I mean, I mean, well, you assume they're not going to win the Asian Games. I guess we'll get to to that after we do the the review of the K two, right? Okay. Because uh, that's going to be really quick. Yep. Uh, Sonam are still top. Done. Puchon are collapsing, right? Puchon uh, are now in fifth. Yeah, having lost three of the last five um, and Sangunas have completely collapsed they haven't won a game in seven or something seven or eight um, and Eland sorry the match have lost seven or eight in a row actually Eland on a bit of a revival yeah three wins in the last five so it is still Sonam at, to- at the top uh, I guess on goals four um, Asan the police are second they beat John Book in the cup which I guess we'll get to in a second uh, Pusan third and Guangzhou taking the last playoff spot in fourth Buchan all over the place and Suwon just keeping steady but five points adrift of the of the playoff uh, I've seen Suwon playing I, I, I don't know if he can pull those five points back but they, they are grinding out they're playing better than they were and they're, they're kind of grind, grinding teams down a little bit I mean, let me just ask is this the last season where there's no relegation from K2 I believe so so next year Ansan or Anyang or whoever would be relegated would be relegated that's what I, as far as I'm aware yeah so either next season or the year after that right it's in the next two yeah but it's, it's coming up it's coming up pretty, pretty soon it doesn't affect this season but it's come up pretty soon but it's amazing to see Ansan at the bottom when they were like second for I mean they were in the playoffs from the first five or six weeks right yep and now they're rooted at the bottom 
Okay, next yeah. next topic. Next topic. Um, so you mentioned uh, Son Young Min. You mentioned the Asian Games. Uh, I guess we'll just briefly talk about the Asian Games. Um, and that, do you think they've got a chance of winning it? Do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously players like Son, Huang Joe have got the the motivation, the carrot of military exemption. Do you think though? I mean, we've all seen Son play in a Korean shirt. I think the fact that he might not have to wear a, a khaki coloured one might actually make him play as most a team player I think he'll feel his uh, patriotic duties to do his military service and he'll be crap <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I think it's going to be I mean I guess they'll, they'll cruise through the group obviously um, which, you know, and then you would be stunned if they didn't make the final uh, or at the very least the semi um, uh, does any other team really take it seriously? Um, probably not uh, maybe the North Koreans but uh, yeah, yeah I've got to imagine. I, I really can't see I can't imagine that Korea are not going to win this one to be honest ok, I've got a question for you have they chosen the best three overage players they could, or have they chosen players who are skirting the uh, like the time limit to avoid military service, uh, get exemption from military service? I think that's a really interesting question. It's a really interesting question. And should that be a consideration, or should they just go for the best three players they can? Uh, I think, first of all, they could have picked anyone better than Son. I think that's fairly obvious. <laughs> I can't stand him. I, I, don't, I don't think he's a good player. I don't think he's a team player. But if you're looking at the best available players in that are Korean, right? Then Son is the best Korean player on paper. I don't think he is in a shirt. I mean, I fully expect him to miss that one against Germany. To be perfectly honest, I I don't rate him in a Korean shirt. But he is, without a shadow of a doubt, the highest profile Korean footballer. Um, after that, well, Choi Jong an amazing World Cup, right? Yeah. So it's going to be tough not to pick him, to be honest. Like you, you've got to look at that and say um, that was probably a, a reasonably good decision to make. He probably is the best, he's the best Korean goalkeeper. Uh, he is already, so yeah, fine, fair enough, I don't have a problem with that. Fang Yi Jo, uh, picked because Hag Bong knows him can trust him. Uh, his idea is that Son Young Min and Wang Yi Joe up front, that's like the partnership from heaven. Because it worked so well when uh, Wang Yi Joe was playing for the national team. Two he years scored ago. his debut. Um, I, I don't know. I, I would say, I would, I would say you, you could argue that Wang is not one of the top three overage players. You could definitely argue that. Uh, the boy Suk. Yeah, uh, in Spain or Portugal could have been chosen. Um, uh, you could probably argue that there's other ones out there, even other ones in the K League that maybe deserved it more. I don't know. But presumably, this this carrot of military exemption enables them to get a better class of player than other countries, right? Because they can say yeah. turn around and say to Spurs, well, if you let him release him for these few weeks, there's a chance that you won't have to lose him for two years which Japan or other countries presumably can't do. Well, you can't imagine that Japan, yeah, could, could go and say, you know, they, we want Kagawa, we want so on. You, you can't imagine that teams would 
really some for the Asian games. I mean, they probably don't even know what it is, to be perfectly honest. Um, so yeah, I would, I, I would agree that probably being able to go to sports and say, you know, if they win it, which we should, um, then you know, you've got your player, you don't have to lose him for two years, and his value just went up by 10 million, um, then yeah, I would imagine it does allow me to pick better players, or, or, or potentially select three better players than they normally would have done. Uh, of course, Spurs are being as as a, uh, as little help as possible, right? So they're going to have him available for the opening round of the EPL this weekend, and then stick him on a plane to Jakarta on Sunday or Monday, and yeah. their first game is Wednesday, so he won't have much time to acclimatise or train with the other players or anything. But he's such a big superstar, it won't make any difference, right? Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, when he flies over and they play and he, and he lands and he, and he walks out of the airport and there's Fangie Joe standing with a number seven shirt on because Wang's got the number, then something good. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I suppose theoretically. For those games, that's the thing, right? I, mean, I suppose theoretically he can just sit on the bench for the whole tournament, right? Yeah. Well, I mean. Does he have to, yeah, does he have to, doesn't that even have to make it on the pitch, right? Uh, he doesn't need to be on the pitch in the final game, no. Because the rookie was injured. Does he have to play at least one minute during the tournament? I think he has to play, yeah. He has to go. No, I don't think. I think the whole squad get it. So whether they played or not? Yeah, because there was the whole uh, World Cup squad that got it, regardless of whether that goalkeeper that had never. The, the, the third choice goalkeeper didn't play. That, that, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they just have to be in the squad. They just have to come home with a medal, and everyone in the squad gets a medal. So, so yeah, we're not in the Asian Games as a gold medal, but yeah, and 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 the Olympics is in the medal. Okay, um, I mean, it's an interesting question. Like, they, I don't, yeah, I don't, is, is it fair as well? Like, for example, you know, is it fair? And other young players who who didn't get selected, and you're going to have these guys who might not even play at all. Uh, get much exemption, and you have some kid in in Daegu or Butchon that has to still go to the army. I don't know, um, but it, that's only if they win it. If they don't win it, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> to be brutally honest, and if they don't win it, where will Son play his sort of few months of K League action before he goes to the army? Son then. He's got a he's got a Songnam tattoo. Ansan. <laughs> um, yeah. He's gonna take Ansan back up to the playoffs. <laughs> Single-handedly. Um, I don't know. I mean, you would imagine he would. You would probably imagine that he would be interested in, in going to Seoul, the, the capital club, right? You'd imagine the K League themselves are going to want to, to milk Son as much as possible, right? So he, they're not going to send him to uh, Daegu, where like, but it's a bad like, gang one, where no one's going to see him and no one's going to turn out. So he is going to go to either John Book with the crowd or Seoul with the potential to like get more money, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's all going to be organised by the key league I mean this brown envelope is going to be passing hands and stuff so and, and will he put a, do you, assuming he comes to play in the K league for six months before joining Sangju will he actually put bums on seats for more than just his debut Son will on a consistent basis Son will fans will tell me what Son in his first shirt yeah so for example I hope he doesn't come to Seoul 
I don't think I could tolerate that for like. So let's just say it's Seoul, right? Let's just say it is Seoul. When Seoul would go to play Gyeongnam, you'd have Gyeongnam, you'd have people in Gyeongnam area coming out in Spurs shirts, Spurs shirts and, Lever- and Leverkusen shirts. You see, so yeah, I think he would actually put bums on seats in every stadium. I honestly do. I'm not saying anyone would go back. So, for example, for Seoul fans, just like with Patrick Young, when Patrick Young arrived against John Wood, right? It was 35,000. Yeah. The next week there was, or the next game there was eight or something, right? Yeah. So I don't think Seoul would continually fill the stadium because of saw him, but I think anywhere Seoul went, there would be an increased attendance of locals in that area coming out to watch. Uh, okay, and l- last kind of hypothetical question. It's presumably saw in the news that Usain Bolt's having a, a trial with Central Coast Mariners. I did, yes. If that doesn't work out, should we invite him to the K League? No, 100% no. Because? It's a farce, it's a joke, it's pathetic. It's like, um, it's like, it's like Rocky 3. <laughs> Is it when he fought Hulk Hogan? It's, no. Th- there are cases of players who've, uh, mm. like, multidisciplined. Yeah, I mean, Gordon Ramsay's a chef now, right? Um, but people that played football and cricket. I mean, one one of the uh, guys who did really well in the Tour de France was originally something else. I can't remember what. I mean, yeah, I get your point, but I just feel that the symbol it's it's just money. It's about. I, I don't think he's actually going to be a good footballer. Is what I mean. I don't think he actually is. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my impression of the man himself, because uh, like, he's such a, a marketing phenomenon. That maybe you know, it, for me, it's like Tiger Woods coming to the K League. Do you know what I mean? It's like. But to be fair, if he's that damn quick, does he need to be? Does he need to have a good touch? You just hoof it up. He sprints on from the halfway line. So he would be the K League's answer to Bobby Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs with his head down. <laughs> Someone screaming, "Pass, pass, pass!" Right. Uh, okay, well, let me turn that to you then. Let me turn that question around. Would you want him to so so pump Matic out and bring in the same ball? Would he put bums on seats? For a, for a match, I guess. He'd, he'd probably he'd probably increase the jacuzzi sales in Korea as well. But let's face it, even if he had the, the touch of Raphael, what's his name? <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> uh, Raphael, what was Costa? his name? Costa. Yeah. He'd, have, he'd have so much more pace that he yeah. could uh, theoretically uh, alleviate his shortcomings with the okay. touch. Well, well, I have a hypothetical question for you then, as well, right? Um, just of, of a similar idea. They, um, we've discussed this before um, numerous times, but I just want to get that you, you can be part on it again. So, Torres, I think, moved to Japan, right? Yep. Uh, NES they moved to Japan. Yep. And Honda's in the A League. Yep. So three huge names. Would you want a K League team to do something similar? Would you want a K League? Would you want be it so, be it so, want anyone to go and do something similar? Like bring a huge, huge name. K League tried that already when they brought like Sheffield Wednesday legend Damian Atkinson over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> is that because it was just a big long name? Because in Korean that, that would be a lot of syllables as well, right? Um, but I mean, what do you think? Like, is that is that something that we want to see happen in the K League? I think if it's going to happen, now is the right time because cr- crowds are so much in the doldrums. You could get someone out for if it was a huge, huge, huge legend, a, a Drogba, uh, a Torres, an Iniesta. Um, uh, Somewhere, I'm trying to think who else is around, but um, 
yeah, a huge name like that when yep. crowds are so low it would get people coming out but I think you probably need one at each club yeah. to make it sustainable right yeah I mean because they only tried this they, they did this first when Del Piero moved right um, and then, I mean and people criticised MLS because that's how they started they kind of really promoting MLS was taken uh, to be honest I, can't think, I remember like Georgie Hadji and players like that you know they kind of go to Pelé yeah MLS and then you know Beckham and Keane actually went and when they were 55 right uh, but I, I don't know I don't know if I want to see the K League doing it I don't know if I want to see like uh, I mean don't, don't get me wrong I would pay money to see Zlatan play football anywhere but whether I want to see him the whether I want to see K League teams doing this and bringing in these like you know because you run the risk of getting like a Tevez who just doesn't care and he's just there to pick up right. his salary, right? Well, that, that, that's the, uh, the dangerous, right? Is you get these huge, huge stars in who are in the twilight of their career and Korean fans turn up to see them and they're not quite as motivated as they were when they are playing for yeah. Barcelona or whatever. So they're not trying as hard and they don't look as good. So K- Korean fans who are not the most patient at the best of times quickly get disenchanted and they don't bother coming back and then you're, you're left subsidising a huge salary with uh, no extra income to yeah. back it up. So the only, I mean, the only ones that could do it would be the kind of Chevel and the clubs, right? So the John Book. So what I recommend so is that Sol do it on a trial basis, bring in Pogba. Um, so bring in three, right? Bring in four. 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 Bring top. Harry Kewell. <laughs> Harry Kewell. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably still playing something somewhere uh, I think if, if Sol try next year bring in Harry Kane Paul Pogba um, he's, a, he's another massive ma- Neymar and Mbappe and uh, Ronaldo <laughs> Mbappe yeah four, four of those well bring in the five just play four of them on a <laughs> <laughs> but you can play three of them right this one's a Rosie okay okay. <laughs> okay okay so yeah so uh, probably we would say that we don't want to see that happen right um, it's a gimmick, so yeah. Okay, um, let's be perfectly honest. The key leak is enough gimmicks that aren't working. Aren't working. Speaking of which, K2, so we land uh, at home to Busan. There's a gimmick that doesn't work. Are we not going to cover the review of the FA Cup before we get on to previews? Oh, do we have to? Okay, FA Cup. Well, to be perfectly honest, I don't really care because my team crashed out to kind of my hood and then was. So I'm not just song them lost to the Isotopes in the last round. Yep. How, uh, did, how did the Isotopes get on in this round? They lost 1 0 to Kimhe. Would you have been confident of beating Kimhe? Uh, after the way we put against Gyeongju, no. <laughs> so I would say no. Um, it's quite funny because I, I, like, during that game I, I had a look and realised because Gimhe beat Gang One because it was supposed to be like, the kind of Songnam Gang One uh, rematch. Rematch again. And uh, when I realised that because I think Songnam kicked off considerably later, like 8pm kickoff, and I was actually looking where Gimhe was and I was thinking oh, I have to go and book a vacation contact the Songnam boys go down on the bus and then we go on and then we crashed out I've been to the Kimhe ground I, 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 I don't even know anything about it but yeah but so Gyeongju the isotopes are out uh, conquerors of Songnam last year you know just, just before we go on to that you know like uh, back in I say 2002 they had like an alternative World Cup final between the 2000 200 and something and 200 and something worst teams in the world okay. which at the time I think was Montserrat and Bhutan maybe okay. so it's the alternative World Cup final so this is kind of like the alternative grudge match right Kyungju versus 
Did you say you poo, Chun Chun? No. No. Give it. Kim Me. Yeah, it's like the two teams that. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, so yeah, last year Songnam crashed out the FA Cup to mock City. So that's two years in a row now. Two so years in a row. So we're getting close to the nobody does a better <laughs> record. Um, what, I, what, what was the B side to that single? <laughs> Should be our uh, outro. <laughs> Should be the outro, right? It's close enough. Uh, this year, Mokpo knocked out Inchon, uh, beating them two. I want to say two one in extra time. Um, two, two one in time added on. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Inchon are out. They join, as we discussed, John Book, who uh, really have. Okay, at least losing to the police is probably not as bad as the last last, last two years it's been Pooch on, right? They lost to Pooch on one year and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so losing again. After uh, leading. After, after leading, yeah. So two goals in the second half for E. Hansen. Um, elsewhere, uh, other K League 1 teams, John and Dragons, continue to only play well in, in the FA Cup. Was the beat Chinchon 2-0 no. eh, 2-1 sorry um, Osan who beat Suwon FC uh, in the last round uh, then knocked out Pusan in a replay of last year's final replay of last year's final uh, although a little bit easier I think judging by what I heard from Osan uh, I think Mick Mick Mix McCarthy Nope The American guy is apparently Oh Mixerud Yeah it's, it's apparently Pretty pretty well um, Other games We had an 8-0 victory For Dega As they knocked out Yampion um, We had a victory For the Blue Wings They also Ran up some ridiculous score 4-2 4-2 In extra time Yep With uh, I, believe, I believe it was a Dehan hat trick Okay, and then the, the final game was a repeat of last weekend's three 0 victory for Seoul. As this time it was three goals again. Yep. But only one of them for Seoul and two of them for Jeju, right? Jeju won in extra time or time added on. Time added on. Okay, so it didn't go extra time, right? No, okay. uh, everyone was re- re- readying themselves for 13 more minutes of torture, and uh, um, Jeju sliced through Seoul's defence. Nice one too, to me to you. Okay. Banged it in. <laughs> I'm chucking in the corner. Um, deserved victory or deserved defeat? Have you have you you wanted to view it? Again, it was two teams which were quite even. Cheju had a couple of chances they missed. Seoul put Cheju under the cosh for most of the game, but they're so wasteful. Mm-hmm. And we we're, we're talking about um, how the Kyungnam keeper made what ten or eleven saves against Chumbuk. Seoul probably had 10 or 11 chances but they just couldn't get them on target although Anderson he, he got Seoul's equaliser and then he went twice he went one on one with the keeper but weak shots both times saw the keeper save them so one of those have gone in it's a diff- different matter I guess okay. so out the cup um, what's, what's the what is Seoul's target goal now the, the cup's gone the big, the big title's gone ACL top six. The the minimum target is top six with uh, an eye to getting into fourth place, maybe third, but four. S- six has got to be the bare minimum, right? Yeah. Um, with with a ambition of getting fourth. I mean, looking at it, Ulsan and then the Blue Wings are still in the cup, so technically, if one of them won it, it would allow fourth place to be 
ACL, um, right? But I suspect our season's probably over. Uh, I would see it probably is. Because I think these two cup games, right? They went down to Kyungnam, drew 0 0, won on penalties. Weekend at home, lost 3 2. Beat Cheju 3 0 at the weekend. A couple of days later, they lose 2 1. There's just no consistency from Seoul. So. Yeah, and you can't see that changing over. They're not yeah. suddenly magically going to go on. I've, I've not seen any evidence that they're magically going to go on a run of like 20 games on beaten to finish yeah. the season. Yeah, they're going to win one, lose one, draw two, lose one. It's going to be like that for the rest of the season. And this is unfortunately where where I see Song Nam going as well. Was that, uh, I, I'm hugely concerned that I, I don't think Song Nam have got it in when we win the league this year. Uh, they look comfortable. Yeah. But the last six, seven, eight games have looked really dire. I mean, really bad. And it's just lucky that that league is so. I don't want to say it's so tight because it's really not if you look at it, but it's so competitive in that league that everyone is beating everyone, or everyone is drawing with everyone. Yeah. So it's been in that even though Song Nam have been running this kind, of, this kind of pretty bad run, nobody's actually really. Capitalising on it, you know, like the police haven't, you know, went on their own five-game victory streak. Um, so because of that, it means Songnam is still sitting top, but definitely something has to change and change quickly if, if they're going to have any chance of, of winning the league. Yep. Question for you: Winner and loser of the week? Oh well, I haven't done this for a while. Winner and loser of the week. Uh, I'm going to say winner of the week obviously has to go to the police for knocking John Book out of the cup. Okay. Uh, loser of the week is probably going to have to go to. Uh, I'm going to say Bukhari uh, Sweat. Okay. Because because the K League moved kickoffs to 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, there was no cooling break, and so nobody drank Pocari sweat, and it wasn't getting advertised on the big screens. <laughs> okay. Okay. Winner and loser. Um, the obvious loser for me would be to say Seoul. Okay. But I'm not going to. I'm going to say loser of the week is Asan. Okay. Obviously, they're challenging you for the K League Two title. Uh, Winning the cup would be nice, but it's probably a distraction they don't need. Okay, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, winner of the week is going to be. Um, what was the other cup set? Mokpo. Uh, Beaten in China. Yeah. Okay. Establishing themselves as the the Hereford United or whatever. The giant killers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if killing K2 teams is giant. Well, actually, in China, K1 teams are yeah, giant killers, right? Okay. Uh, nothing else. Will we just quickly preview the the games coming up? Uh, Any, anything for anything else? No. Okay. Time's a bit tight. Which okay. ma- which match will you be at? I will be down in Ansan on Sunday for Ansan Greeners versus Songnam. And if you can't get to a game but you fancy watching one on TV, which game should you watch? In K2? Yeah. Uh, would you ask me a question I wasn't prepared for there? Uh, Suwon versus Puchan. It'll be an invigorating, rip roaring, nothing is draw. That's Actually, that's a lie. I, I'm going to say Elan versus Pusan. If you, can, if you can get if you can get neighbour working, uh, Elan will either get horsed or will beat them three one or something stupid. Okay. And we've got games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yep, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the K one and the K two. So I assume you'll be. Uh, 
somewhere you'll be down to see one on Monday uh, I'm actually unfortunately working late on Monday so I can't make it otherwise I would have gone because that might actually be a decent enough game but I assume the fans will be tweeting from there uh, if he's not also working late yes <laughs> okay. yes I'm, I'm assuming he'll be there he likes himself a good a good set of floodlights K1 K1 same questions what game will you be at um, I'm I was half thinking of going down to Sangju okay. to watch Seoul, but I've made an executive decision that I can't be bothered to. So I did have it worked out as I was going to do a kind of cycling weekend. I'd go down there and cycle, but it's, it's damn hot and Seoul look bad and okay. I just can't be bothered. So I, I guess I'll watch it on TV somewhere. Okay, so you watch it on TV. Um, if you could go here again, which game would you go to? Um, the most... Attractive game has got to be Ulsan Suwon yeah. on Sunday evening. Definitely. I'd agree with that. Third versus fourth. Got to be a good game. Uh, and what game would you happily give the remote control up for to be switched over to a Korean cooking show? Uh, Chumbuk versus Kangwon. <laughs> Surely that's going to be a Chumbuk. Because it's going to be a walkover. <laughs> ah, okay, fair enough point, yeah. Uh, I would probably say I probably wouldn't personally tune in for Sangju, so. Uh, to be honest, uh, I think that's going to be, uh, be pretty boring, nothing each. Uh, so, yeah, if the wife says, Can I watch some Hong Kong Korea cooking challenge? The controls get handed over. I, w- I would, I just can't. My blood pressure goes up so much every time the Wookiee scores and he does his bloody praying celebration <laughs> that I just don't need that on a, on a Saturday night. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Otherwise, I'll be out with the <laughs> punching map bins in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, change the kickoff to 11 a.m. for that yes. one. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, there's also fixtures next midweek. Just uh, main one to talk about is the super match. Yep. Uh, down in Suwon. Yep. 7 p.m. kickoff. Will they be changed to eight because of the heat? Um, um, it's getting cooler a bit. It's getting now. cooler, right? The temperature's dropped a degree or two. Okay. So perhaps not. Okay. And John United are also home at 7:30. Um, and yeah. So, so we have super match. We have Pohang Jongbuk, Jeju Daegu, Jonam Gangwon, Gyeongnam Ulsan. Can't well, a huge one actually. Gyeongnam Ulsan, huge match now. Second versus potentially, well, definitely second versus uh, fourth. Right? Uh, no. So, what's your match of the round for that? For that? For that day, match of the round would be Gyeongnam Ulsan. Match you're most likely to go to? Uh, Incheon Sangju. And match that you'll give your remote up for? One hundred percent. This time it would be Pohang Jongbuk for the same reason, because the rookie's going to be playing three times a minute in that one. <laughs> uh, for me, Pohang are uh, a terrible team to watch anyway, uh, and Jongbuk will run all of them. Obviously, I'll be at the super match. Um, yeah. I agree that could be a good game, or the Kyungnam or someone could be a good game. And the ma- yeah, the match I'd least like to watch. Uh, I don't want to give the same reason, but for the Wookiees, so I'm going to pick um, Chunnam Kangwon. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, probably going to be a die game. It's going to be a die game, right? Jeju Vega might actually be a good one, to be perfectly honest, but yeah, Chunnam Kangwon is boring written all over it. Okay, really from what McKaylee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess the only thing left for us to do is just quickly wrap everything up. Um, so, 
probably you're not the best quest, not not the best person to ask this, but as you, as you know, each round the K League are showing one world worldwide game. Yeah. Do you think each team is guaranteed to feature at least X amount of times per season, or do you think we're just looking at uh, Chumbuk versus whoever? Every other week, I think it's well. I don't actually know how how their TV contract works, but definitely I know like in, in other leagues, it's, you know the, the TV contracts. Every team's got to be guaranteed to be shown. So the, in in Scotland, that meant it was whenever Celtic and Rangers were away, that was how, how that team was shown. So it was always like Motherwell Celtic, Motherwell Rangers. Oh, there you go, Motherwell. You've had your two games, type of thing. Uh, something tells me it's probably the same here. Probably John Book, so so on, and then wherever they go, that's the game that's getting covered. Okay. Okay. <sighs> time so for the outro. Time for the outro. Any particular reason why you've chosen what you've chosen? Well, obviously, some s- sad news this week. Another uh, great British TV star passed on. Yep. Um, and I think this guy would have made a brilliant football manager. Because are you laughing right? It's it's a la- <laughs> because you know that football's all about passing, right? Mm-hmm. Triangles, one twos, and what what's a one two if it's not from me to you, to me? From me to you, to you to me, from me to me. Okay, so take it away, Barry and Paul. Paul. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. There's another who's taking hey. to me, to you, to me, to you then, to me, to you, to me, to you then, to me, to you, to me, to you then, to me, to you, to me, to you then. Oh, just stop what that means to you, to me, to you, to me, to you. Stop. We both got things to do for me, to you, to me, to you, bruv. What? Stop what that means to you, to me, to you, to me, to you. Stop. You. We both got things to do for me, to you, to me, to you.